Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. Hello, boys and girls, kids and cadets of all ages. Welcome to the FSF Popcats live show. The show that decided that going live was a good idea. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? I don't think we want the answer to that. No, we probably don't. But the correct answer was everything. And yes, if you picked that, then you are tonight's winner. And you've watched this show before. So we also have questions <laughs> about your sanity. <laughs> Never mind. We're not going to get into that tonight. Oh, goodness. All right. But before we start our show, we need to say thank you to our show sponsor, Level Up Savers. Here it comes. how pretty they are they are and they're nice and like well balanced they're perfect for smacking your friends with better than <laughs> a stick say that every time better than a stick but you guys see the link there in the show notes comment section click the link buy a lightsaber be awesome be have be having fun i was gonna say something else and i then my brain switched in the mid-sentence and Whatever that was is what came out. So be buy that. Buy a lightsaber. Buy less Funkos, buy more lightsabers. Yeah, probably. All right. I just want to take a minute to remind you to please subscribe if you haven't already. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and uh, the alert button. Your subscription helps us a ton. And in case you haven't seen it, you also have opportunity to join us on our new Patreon page. There's the link to the Patreon page. If you're a Stargate fan, we have an awesome uh, Patreon-only Stargate review show. We've started with the movie. We've moved on to Stargate SG-1, and we're a couple episodes in. I think three episodes in total have been released so far. And uh, (laughs) uh, your prize is that you get to talk to me every week. You're welcome. Hello, Robert and company, Robert and Gio and and Ray, the good folks over at Science Fiction Remnant, good friends of ours. And if you're not subscribed to their channel, you probably should be. You're missing out on some really cool, in-depth conversations about all things science fiction. We, uh, and you're probably going to get a cooler prize than getting to talk to Tim every week. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I can't disagree. I mean, it's, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. You're stuck with me. Deal with it. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be here if I didn't want to be stuck with you. Bingo. There it is. All right. The other co-host work. that's not currently here. <laughs> well, that's that's on him. But we do have uh, on our, our <laughs> prices. The price of being uh, uh, Kathleen's friend or my friend? Well, that's free. But if you want to be a science uh, fiction remnant subscriber, that is also free. But Tim is the price. Oh, there is the price. There's there is that. that. But if you're worried about what the prices of our Patreon subscription are, that ranges. We have five different levels ranging from a dollar to forty dollars. So there, there's opportunity to have a lot of fun there, and you can check that out again there at uh, Patreon.com/backslash/FSFPopcast. 
And honestly, the more money that you're willing to spend on our Patreon, the more fun you get to have with us or at our expense. So there's a blooper section and I am often tongue tied in recording sessions, not just on live shows. It gets worse in recording sessions because I know that John, yeah, well, it, it probably is because especially because I know that John can edit it out and, you know, and make me look like I'm, you know, we call him a professional turd polisher for a reason. So you are one shiny, shiny turd. <laughs> so many, so, bloopers. so many bloopers. Mostly from this guy. But I mean, we have bloopers from our guests, even. It's not just us. Mostly from this guy. I was trying to get some credit, but... Yeah, I appreciate that, but hey, you know. But there are some really cool benefits and really cool bonuses. Along with the blooper reels, there's also all sorts of other things that I don't remember all of them because I don't remember all of them. But if you go to the Patreon page, you can totally see what they are. Exactly. Hey, another cool podcast for you guys to check out the Quest Me podcast. They're in the chat. They're uh, they're a fun group, and you guys should be checking them out. They do a lot of cool Star Wars chats and uh, some other things. They've been talking a lot about Mando right now, and their 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 chats have been a lot of fun. Sure uh, and then R2D2 earrings. Yes, they would. Sorry, it is a full time unpaid internship, and I owe you <laughs> I owe you some coffee and uh, other adult beverages. So, uh, hey, real quick before yes. And Science Fiction is correct. Quest Me is an awesome pod. Before we bring in our guests from the back, just one last thing. Now, we've talked to you guys about this before, um, and we want you guys to see this again because it's a very important thing. We've been we've been talking and working with Kitty Swink and Armin Shimmerman, uh, both who are, you know, Armin Shimmerman, of course, or Star Trek DS9. He played Quark, and his wife Kitty is a 19-year pancreatic cancer survivor. Not only that, but she's also a famous actress herself. She's been in Star Trek. She's been in Babylon five. She's been in a whole bunch of really cool things. And, uh, her and Armin recruited some of their other Star Trek friends to give us some Star Trek signed merch where once we sell it through the eBay links that we're going to put on the screen right here, you'll have opportunity to not only buy these items, but 100% of your purchase goes to working with the pancreatic cancer action network which is also known as pancan 100 of those those uh purchases turn into donations for pancan so if you're wondering what can you get with your purchases here they are super cool things yeah see there's an image of of jonathan frakes signed by of course jonathan frakes Mm -hmm. uh, commander Riker. there's chase biggs there's kitty swink these are also some of the images you can get there's a really cool pancan uh uh Travel Cup here, signed by uh, Robert Picardo, Chase Masterson, Nana Visitor, Armin, Kitty, Jonathan Franks, John uh, Billingsley, and uh, there's also the hat here, signed by Terry Farrell, a lot of the people we just mentioned, and a whole bunch of other people, Um, Ethan Phillips, and a few more. There's some really cool stuff, and yeah, 100% of your purchases at that link, which is also down in the show notes goes to pancan so please help for a good cause fight pancreatic cancer which only has 11 percent success rate for survival if you think about that that's incredibly scarily low for survival so the fact that kitty survived it when there was only a three percent chance of survival is just mind-blowing to me so yeah and remember guys too that if you if you get to if you donate if you purchase one of the things from our auction 
not only do you get to help with the pancreatic cancer research, but you get to say that you helped the Star Trek crew. Yeah. Because it is the Trek for a cure. You get yes, to say that you worked side by side with Armin Shimmerman and Jonathan Frakes and John Billingsley and Katie Swink. And honestly, the fact that we're working with them makes me really, really happy. <laughs> I get a little geeked out every time you're like, we've been talking with. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. So uh, take a moment, go there, check out those items, bid on some cool stuff. There are that you can only not only bid on it, but you can also click buy it now and have an awesome time with that. So let's uh, let's welcome in our guest. All right. So in the green room, since you said guest, I'm guessing we only have the one still. We have we have comedian Stavros Batras, and I am hoping I didn't just butcher it. I remembered you say that it was right, and then my brain still says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, uh, thanks for having me at your show. Uh, secondly, uh, you did an amazing job on pronouncing my name. Thank you. There you uh, go. And, and uh, also, congratulations for what uh, you're doing about the uh, cancer that you're trying to help. Uh, oh, my father yeah. uh, currently is having a yeah is having a problem with cancer. Uh, tomorrow he'll begin oh. the chemotherapies. Uh, well, oh, so man. yeah. Well, hey, uh, best of luck to him and and awesome you know positive vibes being sent yeah. to him to so hopefully he can fight that successfully. Thanks. So yeah, it's a it's a Thanks scary a thing. Thanks so yeah, anytime you so. get told there's cancer whether it's a minor cancer or a big cancer it's still scary the c word is always scary it so is. yes no matter what form it's in all right stavros before we jump into any uh topics tonight and science fiction remnant agrees they're sending good vibes to you and your father as well uh before we jump into anything tonight and about our topic Thanks tell everybody that. yeah tell everybody about who you are and uh what you're working on and and where they can find you um, we'll start from there, where they can find me. Uh, they can find me on my Instagram. It's uh, I am Stavrakis. I have uh, 12,000 followers. Um, currently, I'm working uh, on the movie The Dinner with the God of War. Uh, it's directed and produced by Jarrell Pyro Johnson, uh, who's known for his uh, role in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Uh, I've also been in the movie uh, The Demons Within. It's a thriller uh, starring uh, Vincent Ward, who's known from The Walking Dead, uh, Jessica Arden Napier, who's known from uh, Stranger Things, uh, Spencer Madison, uh, J.F. Davis, and our amazing director, uh, Stephanie Hensley. Also, uh, Andre Gower and uh, Ryan Lambert from The Monster Squad. Nice. If you know. Yeah, uh, and I've also been in the movie uh, Mob Humor, uh, starring uh, Tom Sizemore, who unfortunately passed away recently. Yes. Uh, and that is uh, that's all as far as uh, acting is concerned. So as as far as stand-up comedy is concerned, uh, currently I've been chosen to perform at the Laugh Factory through a show at uh, Chocolate Sundays. And I think that's all for me. All right. Well, it sounds like you're a busy fella. So excellent. All right. Yes. 
All right. Well, Chris from Following Films is working on trying to get here. He's he's uh, hit a little few snags with, you know, golly shucks, real life uh, kind of uh, kicking him in the pants a little bit. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Who likes real life? We don't. Uh, but hey, it is what it is. So uh, he'll get here when he can, uh, if he's able to. So we're hoping he can. But that's another podcast. Chris from Following Films was supposed to be our other guest tonight, and I'm hoping he's going to make it. Uh, he's got some really cool opinions on things, and I really enjoy talking with him when he's able to join us. So, uh, But let's go ahead and get started with our topic for tonight. So our topic is, now we've played this and done this a few other times with some other guests, and we call it Character Drop. Now with Character Drop, we take characters from one show and we drop them into another show or a movie where they don't belong, maybe wouldn't fit in, and we explain why we put them there and how it affects uh, the show that they've been dropped into. So tonight we're taking actors from dramatic roles and uh, whether it was a TV show or a movie and dropping them into an animated series. Um, and uh, yeah, and we're going to explain what happens, why, and all that kind of fun stuff. So, uh, so just though so we're not putting our guest on the hot seat, we're going to start off with Kathleen and Woo! she's going to tell us about who she picked, where she's dropping them and what's going on. Alrighty. So, <clears throat> this is going to be fun. So I decided that as much as I love the show, that both Scooby-Doo and Diagnosis Murder could be improved. <laughs> well, I have decided to take Dr. Mark Sloan, so Dick Van Dyke's character from Diagnosis Murder, and drop him into Scooby-Doo as part of the Scooby gang. <laughs> <laughs> He's already solving mysteries when he's supposed to be a doctor. So why not throw him in with a bunch of teenage stoners and have him solve crimes with them and their talking dog? <laughs> Zoink, Scoobs, who's the old guy? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just snort? Oh, I love it. That makes me happy. Uh... <laughs> Rude. Okay. <laughs> also i'm just imagining like an animated dick van dyke and that's making me really really happy anyway yeah like dick van dyke as an animated character would be adorable like it would be so cute but yes so all right so i know that the character from Di from diagnosis murder is obviously an older gentleman mm -hmm. but would you have him as an older gentleman or would you have him from like him like mary same. poppins age I know I would totally keep him the same age as he was. Okay. Okay. Fair I mean, enough. That would have been late nineties, oh. early two thousands, so he would have been in his sixties. But yeah. I just I just envisioned so many conversations about Metamucil and mixed with edibles. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy are having their Scooby snacks, and he's over there like, I got Metamucils. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like, Shaggy making him an eggplant burger and <laughs> Dick Van Dyke being like, no, I'm not eating that. <laughs> no. Uh, that, that'd be great. Like, Which yeah. you just pulled out of your pocket. No. Yeah. No, I I I totally watched that. That would because I mean, like I know that I know that Supernatural did that. They had Sam and Dean 
get pulled into the Scooby gang. And that was right? that was hilarious going from Supernatural to Scooby Scooby Doo. But I feel like it would be even funnier with Dick Van Dyke with the he's a doctor trying to work at a hospital who then ends up solving all these crimes and helping the police department. Like I feel like he would solve the crimes faster than the Scooby gang and he would like constantly annoy them. Nice. Okay. I'm on board with that. I think that that could be entertaining. I really do. The more I think about it, the more entertained I get by it. Okay. (laughs) The more I'm like, I need to go watch Diagnosis Murder again. And look, it's right there. Right there. All right. Well, Stavros, that's how we do it. You want to take your turn? You want to tell us what you thought? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I was uh, almost ready to be on the hot seat and be the first one, but ladies first. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, with my thought, I'd probably ruin everyone's childhood, but I think it's okay. So, I think that uh, the Smurfs uh, should have an end. This series should have an ending. So, I choose... uh, Michael Corleone from uh, The Godfather as the main villain. <laughs> so he simply so that he simply uh, kills all the Smurfs and puts an end in this series. That's <laughs> all. That's all. <laughs> yeah. And you do that. We put, a real, you we put yeah. a, a real uh, villain in this series, and. Finito, as they as they'd say in Italy. So that's all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it. You didn't like the Smurfs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I want them not, all dead. Kill them all. <laughs> it's just that uh, it's the only series I think that has no ending. We must put an end in the series. That's all. You know, I don't think I've ever noticed that there wasn't an ending to it. I never really watched a ton of the Smurfs anyway, but yeah, me I don't too, think I ever noticed that there wasn't wasn't really an ending to yeah. it. Well, now with uh, Corleone, it will be uh, an ending, and I think he will make it uh, seem like an accident. Oh, there'll be an ending, yeah, if you include the Godfather. Yeah, that's going to happen. Then, yeah, you know. yeah. I just want to see a Smurf wake up with a horse next to him in bed. That's all I want. The horse head, you know, just yeah, very good idea. Bigger than the smirk. If there's a director out there watching, we have a a thriller in the making, maybe. It would have to be like a My Little Pony head. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Kathleen's very unimpressed with my choice of inclusion of My Little Pony. No. I'm just, imagining, I'm just imagining a Smurf waking up to Pinkie Pie's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have okay. angered the Don. They have angered the Don. All right. Very cool. All right. Well, I have I actually have two choices for us tonight because I have an A and I have a B. A, I put a lot of thought into. B was kind of a passing thought, but I thought I'd share it with you anyway. So I'm going to share my, my B first because it's my passing thought. Okay. Okay. Yes. So here it is. Uh, 
I want the character from the TV show House, Dr. House. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Laurie. Um, a thriller on the tail surf <laughs> better than Winnie the Pooh. It could, yeah. 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 So when they get killed, are they smurfed? <laughs> they smurfed the smurf? Okay. Anyway. No. Anyway, so. How does a dead smurf turn? Right. Do they purple because you know red plus blue makes purple it's a she just realized <laughs> all right so uh dr house has to be dropped into pinky in the brain because with as antagonistic as hugh laurie's character is and argumentative as he is i want to see Dr. House and the brain go at it and try to get domination and control of who's going to have the better plan and how they're going to do it and what they're going to do. And then, of course, what is Pinky going to do to try and throw a, you know, uh, a, a neurological hand grenade into the middle of whatever they're trying to accomplish? Yeah, I can see the so, pattern. Yes. Yeah. So. That was my <laughs> house would decide that if he just gave Pinky Adderall, everything would be better. It would be interesting. He'd probably diagnose Pinky with with something within the first you know thirty seconds of of the first episode, and be, yeah, exactly, yeah. drug him down and and then they go after fight, the brain. Uh, they would have a real good fight, I think. Yeah, probably so. All right, okay, so that was. That was my one, my passing thought. That was one that just kind of came to me. But here's the one that I put actually a lot of thought into. So, and, and I'm bending the rules of my own game a little bit. I had to in order to make it's 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 my game. I get to do what I want. Anyway, you bend the rules all the time too. I don't want to hear it. So, um, that's because I'm difficult. <laughs> so am I. And there we go. That's why we get along. All right, so did you guys ever watch the show? I think it was only on FX, but it was called Rescue Me, starring Dennis Leary about a firefighter. Okay, so um, I would need to have Dennis Leary's character from Rescue Me um, because he's an alcoholic firefighter. And I got to read you this little description, so I, I got to set the stage. You got to build you a clock to tell you the time, Okay. So uh, the, the write-up for it says, New York firefighter Tommy Gavin is a hot mess. He talks to his cousin Jimmy, who died at the World Trade Center on September 11th. And he's seeing ghosts of other victims, too. Spotlighting Dennis Leary as Gavin, a temperamental alcoholic whose self-destructive behavior has cost him his family. The whole series revives around the daily drama associated with being a firefighter post-9-11 New York and uh, a few other things. So... <clears throat> He sees all these things in his head. He thinks he's seeing his cousin who died at, at the World Trade Center on September 11th and all these other things. So I want to take this alcoholic man with with these delusions of you know, PTSD issues that are not being handled properly and drop him into the middle of the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, man. But I want him to take on the role of Eddie Valiant. Oh, the, man. The, the, <laughs> No, Eddie. <laughs> All right. So because now he's already talking to the voices in his head, he's it, but he's going to be drunk most of the time. So now he's going to think he's going to see all these other tunes and these other things happening. And he's going to be seeing all these other things playing out in front of him. And to me, 
I think it would be make for heck of a show because not only would it be a movie, but I think you would make it into a buddy cop TV series where Roger Rabbit and uh, Eddie Valiant work side by side solving mysteries. But Eddie Valiant, of course, played by Dennis Leary, the, you know, Tommy Gavin, the drunk from uh, Rescue Me. So they have they have to solve crimes together. He's drunk, freaking about who and what he's seeing. And then, of course, at the same time, Roger Rabbit is being Roger Rabbit. Adorable and fantastic is what you mean. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. So, yeah, so the the end result is absolute chaos with a side of adorable. Hmm. I think it could work. Yeah, I think so. The more I thought about it, the more I the more fun I had with it. And then I just thought, you know, here he is. He's already talking to his dead cousin that he sees because he has guilt. And but by the way, Rescue Me was a fantastic show. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, it was fantastic for the first two, maybe three seasons. And then it just dwindled down into who was sleeping with who and why and why this person was cheating. It would turn into a soap opera. It really wasn't all that much fun anymore. But the first couple seasons were, were pretty decent. And uh, Dennis Leary's, you know, solid in that show. So. I'm trying to think of who else I could, like, randomly toss into shows. And it's it's way more fun than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. All right. So. Yeah. We've got a couple other things coming up on the on the schedule here that are probably needing to be addressed and talked about because in our nerd world, there's a whole lot of things going on. We have the uh, conclusion of the Mandalorian season coming up. We have the the introduction of the Ahsoka series coming up in a couple months. And, you know, how do these two things tie together? Now, Stavros, have you been watching much of The Mandalorian? Or is that anything you're interested in or not really? Uh, I'm really interested in watching it, but I still haven't watched that yet. Okay. So you have, you're interested in watching it. You just haven't watched it yet. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Because I've been busy for the last one year and a half. Okay. All right. Well, Excellent. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun for you to be able to watch. Now, a lot of people, too, are really excited about Star Trek Picard uh, and what that could mean moving forward. Will Star Trek Picard become Star Trek Legacy? Uh, Moving on and keeping some of the Legacy characters going. And I know there's a bit of a groundswell with the fans. Uh, Do you guys have any thoughts or opinions on that or the possibility of that show continuing on under the Legacy legacy name if it were to happen? Um. I do and I don't because I haven't actually watched as much of Picard as I want to, um, especially now that LeVar Burton's daughter Mika's in it with him. Um, I feel like I, I need to watch it that much more. But I have seen some of the things about the potential of Legacy, and that is very, very exciting to me. Um, okay. I think, it, I think it could be fun, like, because there's so much, there's so much more they can do with Star Trek. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are excited about the possibility of, of seeing maybe Todd Stashwick's character, Captain Shaw, mm-hmm. continue on and seeing what else he can do. Uh, they want to see uh, Seven, uh, you know, Seven of Nine continue on as with her ship and a, as a captain and all those things and what those two can do in parallel. And uh, there's been a lot of discussion. There was a huge discussion on Twitter uh, about some of that stuff today and, and you know, could Legacy pick up? 
with some announcements. Uh, I think people are expecting some Star Trek announcements in the next couple of days. And is that a possibility? Fantastic. Yeah. So is that a show that you've been watching, Stavros? No, unfortunately not. Okay. All right. But uh, there's there's a lot coming up though, like, and with the the all the announcements at Star Wars Celebration, and I can't even keep all of those straight, honestly. Oh yeah, there's there's so much, but so many shows. There's so many shows. Ooh. Well, yeah. So let's yeah. He had John Watts. <laughs> beaches, 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 beaches. <laughs> All right, so let's let's take this. Let, let's run with this for a minute. So, um, hmm. uh, so Stavros, yes, you, being in the movie Dinner with the God of War, yes, yes. If you had to think about that, if you were able able to sit down with any fictional character, mm-hmm. what fictional character would you want to invite to a dinner party? Hmm. Oh my god, I'd say. Uh, Kratos. Okay. With Kratos. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah, I'd surely have dinner with him. I, I don't know how uh, I'd be able to handle him because, you know, he's uh, angry all the time. So I don't know how it will uh, go. But as you said in the beginning, how bad can things go? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Well, if if you were using our show as a basis to judge things from, uh, you may have failed already in that aspect. You may have started <laughs> off on the wrong foot. <laughs> or maybe I've succeeded. Mm. Well, it, I'm it not might, too excited about that. It might be a matter of how you're looking at things. That's true. Absolutely. Uh, what, well, with whom would you uh, sit uh, in a dinner with? Ooh. For me, it's super easy. Okay. Han Solo. He's my all-time, he's my all-time favorite Star Wars character. He's oh. he's he's acted by Harrison Ford, who's my all-time favorite actor. I named my son after Harrison Ford. Uh, oh. So yeah, so for me, very easy to go. Yeah, uh, Han Solo. Yeah. Secondarily, Indiana Jones. So. Okay. Also okay. played by Harrison Ford. So either way, you just want to have dinner with Harrison Ford. Bingo. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Science fiction remnant. Of- Science fiction remnant wants to have dinner with Anakin so they can smack him. <laughs> oh, mean. It's not his fault. He was whiny. It was all George Lucas's fault. It's George Lucas's writing. Smack George <laughs> Lucas, not Hayden Christensen. <laughs> no. Let's ask uh, the lady of uh, our company. Who would oh, you go? Who, oh my goodness! It, hmm. So, right off, right off the bat, my brain said Riker because then I could trap him into a date. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had the absolute biggest crush on Riker from Star Trek growing up. Like massive, massive crush on Riker. Um, but at the same time, I'm thinking about it, and like, there's. There's a few video game video game characters that I think would be fun. Like, I would almost want to just have like dinner at a tavern in Skyrim. Like, oh sure, I, yeah. I would just want to be in a tavern in Skyrim with 
the potential of it being a dragon flying overhead and the companions turning into werewolves. It would just be fun. But no, okay. I wouldn't want to be with the Dark Brotherhood. That would not be fun. Okay. I don't want to be with the assassins. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Be fun. Excellent. No. All right. So on this, it's not on Harrison this... Ford or Harrison Ford related, Tim. Oh, well, fine. Be that way. Okay. Um, well, it's going to stay in Star Wars because that way I can stay with my other man crush. Uh, <laughs> it would have to be. Um, I, I would. I there, Wait, there's no, there's a villain I would love to pick, but I'm also afraid. That um, he'd kill me. So uh, <laughs> I would love to pick Darth Maul, but I'm also afraid that Darth Maul would try to try to kill me. So, but live action Darth Maul or animated Darth Maul? It would have to be uh, animated Darth Maul because you know spider legs. That, so Darth Maul that, would not be a good fit because you know four hands he can eat faster. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm more concerned about his maniacal brain. Uh, this is Stavros Batros. He's a comedian and actor. We're going to talk a little bit of, uh, a little bit more about that in just a moment. And uh, yeah, probably it would have to be Rebels Darth Maul. Uh, he is a little more agreeable and a little less murdery. So I have a better chance of him just wanting to make me his apprentice, hopefully. Uh, but then he, either way, that way I get to talk with Sam Witwer. So, you know. And, you know, and John brings up a very good point. Maul wouldn't try to kill me. He would succeed because yeah. he's Darth Maul. So. I also, uh, I also, I, I might have to change my answer because, I mean, as much as I love Riker, I might also have to go with Joel Miller from Last of Us. Okay. Having dinner with Joel would be fun. As long as there were no mushrooms involved, it'd be fine. Okay. I, I don't know if I could have dinner with Jar Jar. Too much Gungan tongue. Right? Well, that and... As much as I respect Ahmed Best, and I would love to sit down with Ahmed Best and have a conversation with Ahmed Best, a hot cup of coffee, talk with him about his acting, and talk about the character of Jar Jar Binks and all those different things, that, you know, and uh, Keller and Beck, the different things that he's done in the Star Wars universe. Uh, I don't know if it would be entertaining, Robert. I, I, I'm assuming this is Robert. Um if it's Geo or Ray, my apologies, but uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Or Rufio from Hook. Yeah, I could see you being entertained by that. But Who I would also be? want it to be a real meal, not a Neverland meal. <laughs> it is Robert, I guess properly. There we go, fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, I I would uh, I could see you you uh, eating with Rufio and being being happy about that so all right so let's 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 take this from you know these potential dinners let's talk a little bit more about your movie stavros and what's coming up in, in the movie dinner with a god of war tell people the premise of the movie and and uh, again what your involvement is with it um in this movie i'm going to be uh kratos manager uh stelios my name is going to be stelios um it's going to be a very uh it's going to be a movie that's going to be you know discussed a lot uh lots of people will say hey it was it it will be 
a short film, but uh, oh my god, I wish I could say I could say more. Uh, Jarrell has made uh, an amazing script. Uh, he's put an amazing cast. He wrote uh, everything will be perfect in this movie. There, there are so many uh, controversies. There are some plot twists. Uh, I wish I could say more, but unfortunately, I can't. It's going to be a very entertaining movie, uh, and it's going to be a movie for all ages, uh, family friendly. Uh, it's got lots of humor in it. It will be the perfect movie. It will be the perfect movie. Awesome. Okay. And if you guys are, are wondering what we're talking about here, I'm going to share a, a, a screenshot here real quick. Uh, this is a picture of our good buddy, uh, Jarrell Pyro Johnson as Kratos, the God of War. So there he is. That's from IMDb. You may yes. not, you may recognize him. Of course, uh, as mentioned earlier, he was uh, from Black Panther Wakanda forever. And uh, yeah, and he's been in a bunch of other stuff. And he's also got a Luke Cage fan film coming out shortly. He's also working on that. And that looks absolutely amazing because uh, no disrespect to to uh, the actor who played Luke Cage in the Netflix series. Mike looked amazing, and he did great in that series. I can't remember Mike's last name to save my soul right now, so I'm, I'm just calling him Mike or Michael. I can't remember which one he prefers to be called. But either way, he was fantastic. But Jarrell really looks like Luke Cage. He looks yeah. like especially you know the 1970s era Luke mm -hmm. Cage in, in the early 80s. So He's portraying... Yeah. Uh, Luke Cage better than <laughs> Luke Cage himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so and he was even cool enough to drop in a sweet Christmas for me the last time he was <laughs> on the show. So I was like, "Atta boy, he got yeah. me. He took care of me." <laughs> Robert wants to see the plate magic trick from Jar Jar. <laughs> okay, for that reason alone, Robert, we could have dinner with Jar Jar. I'd, I'd make it work. Okay. So. <sighs> All right, and and uh, when is the anticipated release for uh, Dinner with the God of War? In I theory. think it will be twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. Okay, so we have a little bit of yep. time to look forward to that. And I know that you guys are still working on on uh, um, recording it and, and you know still getting the scenes you know shot and all that stuff. I and talking with Jarrell, I know there's still some work that has to be done on that behind the scenes and and getting yes. some stuff done and you haven't even got to the editing stage yet. So um but yeah but that, that's we haven't uh, yeah the we haven't even begun yet so yeah. it will take some time. Yes. Pyro was talking right. to us last time he was on the show about doing costume fittings and and pictures and freezing his poor little buns off in Ohio and I'm like yeah that's because it's March it was March at that point I'm like of course you're freezing you don't have any clothes on there's no shirt of course you're freezing and it's Ohio so ugh. yeah so, so, so I mean we're we're literally in the state that my daughter got a sunburn at school last week and I had to send her back to school with a winter coat on today yeah, we were 80 degrees two days ago. It was 39 degrees Fahrenheit today. So, cool. and snowing. So that was fantastic. So, so much fun. I golfed in the snow today, by the way. I've never done that before. I golfed in snow. That was weird. How was that? Uh, actually, it was, I had a ton of fun, but it was cold. 
Yeah. So, so having golfed in multiple seasons, would you prefer to golf in the cold or in the hot now? Okay, so I'll I'd if I'm going to golf in the cold, I'd want to do it like where I was today with a place called Top Golf. Uh, you know, it had heaters above me. I could step back out of the cold and, you know, I could just step up, take my swing, try to hit it in one of the one of the the goals out there and, you know, try and get some points for doing it that way. But uh, if I'm going to be out on a cart driving around, I'd rather it be warm. Hmm. So because at least then I can get cooled off as I'm as I'm driving, you know, on the cart or uh, step into the shade in between swings. So I have actually only golfed once. I mean, I've done like putt putt golf, like mini golf, but I've only actually ever like full course golfed once. And it was a group outing with teams. And so you went with whoever's ball was the furthest, which was great because the one person on my team that actually knew how to golf, at least we weren't completely behind. But another one of my team members somehow, in the process of swinging, hit the ball in such a manner that it shot up and hit him in the face. Ouch. That's, yeah, he topped the ball. There's no way that was. It is, and it does not feel good. I legitimately did not know it was possible, but of course he didn't do that until we were like, it was like the last hole. So all of the other groups that had gone before us were already up at the clubhouse and watching, and then they all saw him hit himself in the face with a golf ball, which just made it that much better. (laughs) Nice. So, yeah, but it's, uh, golf is a much more fun sport in the, uh, I like it in uh, late spring when it's almost summer. So it's not mm. too hot. It's not too dry. And then, yes, uh, yes, temperature. and then I like it again. Yeah. And I like it again in the fall, middle summer. It can get a little rough. Uh, but yeah. So, all right. Uh, hey, let's, uh, we're going to start wrapping it up here. We got a few things to finish up. Uh, but before we do that again, Stavros, remind everybody where they can find you, where, uh, you know, what's your, Oh, uh, in, in other than dinner with God of War, what you're working on? Um, again, thanks a lot for having me at your uh, show. I really liked uh, the game that you made. Uh, people can find me on my Instagram page. Uh, it's uh, I am Savrakis. Uh, currently, I'm working in the film Dinner with the God of War with uh, Jarrell Pyro Johnson. I've also been in the movie The Demons Within uh, and uh, Mob Humor. And also, as far as stand-up comedy is concerned, I was chosen to perform at the Laugh Factory at Hollywood through my show at uh, Chocolate Sundays. Awesome. Very good. All right. Yeah, there's more information down in the show notes down below for you guys to be able to check out Stavros uh, and be able to connect with him. So we encourage you to do that. He's got some cool stuff coming up. And uh, he's working with our good buddy, Jarrell Pyro Johnson. So anybody that's a friend of uh, Pyro's is, of course, a friend of ours. And uh, so anything we can do with Pyro. Yeah. So, all right, Kathleen, help us wrap this up. All right. So last Friday, our guest was a Fama Umalami, who's a longtime actor that has been in some of the biggest movies in cinema history. You've seen him in Forrest Gump, The Hunger Games, Terminator Genesis, Remember the Titans, and so many more. You can still find that episode up on the FSF podcast on our YouTube channel, favorite audio podcast providers, or, you know, when else all else fails, just go to our website. Like, go to FSFpodcast.com. Like, you can find us. We're there. Google it. But anyway, and remember that when you do go find the videos and you go to YouTube, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
because 1,000 subscribers, Nick and Tim have to do putting on the Ritz from Young Frankenstein with lightsabers. Subscribe. <laughs> Make it happen. I want to watch Tim dance. <laughs> In addition to the fact that at 800 subscribers, we have a giveaway with the season one Blu-ray of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's the Star Trek <laughs> Strange New World season one Blu-ray. We hit 800. Green Blake yes. died mid-sentence. I know, and it was fun. I was going to jump in, but I was enjoying the descent, so I just let it go. Anyway. So you could hear the plane just like... <laughs> zooming in. Yup. Um and so not only can you win one of those Blu-rays by being the 800th subscriber to our, uh, excuse me, YouTube channel, but uh, if you want to go there and you want to bid on this stuff and you think, well, I, I like bidding on stuff, but I don't need to bid on that stuff. I'd rather just donate directly. If you want to do that, there's another way that you can help fight against pancreatic cancer. And I'm putting it up on the screen now. Um, and this is, it's a little bit long of a website, but if you just do a copy and paste, uh, this is coming up now. There it is. If you just copy and paste that into your, it'll take you right to the, uh, trekking for a cure. What we're doing with, uh, Kitty Swink and Armin Shimmerman, you can direct directly donate to PanCan and the biggest subscribe, uh, I said it again, the biggest donator to that on our, from our page will get not only a chance to get the Blu-ray, but also come on our show and talk with us, have some laughs, and have a good time. So there's some really cool opportunities there uh, if you're able to go there and make that donation. Now, uh, one more thing before we say our goodbyes. Next Friday, we'll be interviewing uh, our interview, or airing our interview. How about that? We'll be airing our interview. I'm going to get this right sooner or later. I would love Airing to our, interview. That would be hilarious. Interview our interview. Yeah, it'd be really interesting. But instead, we're going to do something different. We're going to air an interview with indie film director Brett Smith. Now, Brett Smith is the director of a, of a movie called Freedom's Path, who uh, Afemo Amalami was also in uh, that movie. And that was one of the reasons why we talked to Afemo. But uh, a Freedom's Path has been critically acclaimed, and it's one uh it's clean house at the film festivals and winning a ton of awards. It's a movie set in the civil war era of the United States and shares a story about a soldier who uh, departs from battle. He deserts his army and he soon discovers the true cost of war through a young heroic black man who teaches him the real meaning of freedom. And so it's a really interesting movie. And this has been a, a passion project for Brett. He's been working on this, I think for about seven years and he finally got the funding and, you know, he started it off as a short film, moved it up to a major motion picture and uh, it was in select cities. And I believe you can find it now online. You can go to YouTube. There's a website for it. If you just go out and, and type in freedom's path into Google, you'll find it. But if you don't want to wait until Friday, well, there's a way that you can get to listen to this early because Wednesday at around lunchtime on our Patreon channel, which is that channel right there, patreon.com backslash FSF podcast, we will be airing that interview with to our Patreon subscribers who have early access. Uh, so you can watch it or listen to it right from our Patreon channel. And while you're there, you might as well check out some of that really cool, fun bonus content of me doing some of the things I was just doing in the live show, but unfortunately can't be edited out because, well, 
live show. So, yeah, but that's what's coming up. So right now you can watch the interview with Afamo Omalami. That is on our YouTube channel, or of course you can listen to that on your favorite audio podcast provider. And then coming up this Friday, you'll be able to watch an interview with Brett Smith, the director of the movie Freedom's Path. So we're really excited to bring that to you. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Stavros, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, best Thanks. of luck to you with all you've got coming up. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on uh, Dinner with a God of War with, of course, our good buddy, Jarrell Pyro Johnson. So, Thank you so much for tonight. This was great. I yeah. wish you all the best to you and Kathleen. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Go get some sleep. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right guys. That's going to conclude us for the FSF Podcast. Goodbye. Bye. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF Podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF Podcast or go to www.fsfpodcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed.